Um, fucking, so, I don't know, man, like, you obviously know that fucking Biden was in town and shit, right? Like, you saw that he was fucking, like, hanging out. What's that? Oh, Biden was in town? Yeah. I saw people posting about it, but I wasn't uh, affected directly by it, so I wasn't aware of it in the moment. Dude, I I only knew that he was coming into town, like... I saw people posting like some memes about how they were going to like do some shit and obviously no one did anything interesting naturally you know what I mean people were just like talking that shit but I um I had to go to fucking Philly to pick up some like wild shit that day and so like I like traffic was so fucked going up to Philly cause someone like their fucking RV detached from the back of their truck and it fucking flipped over and took up every lane on 95 like right That's under Wilmington dude it added yeah it added so much time to my trip so like you know cause I'm, I'm rolling up there and I'm like oh fuck I'm gonna get up there like at a decent time I'm gonna get a fucking cheesesteak I'm a fucking you know what I mean and so it just took so much fucking time and then on the way back traffic was fucked up and I called my boss and I was like dude what the fuck's going on like what the fuck is happening and they're like oh dude like Biden's in town and I was like fuck that like what the and apparently he was like at center stage so he was like center wow yeah, so he was like, you know, on fucking Calvert Street and shit, and all that traffic was fucked up. And I guess like people were like doing some like guerrilla like traffic jam bullshit where they were just like purposefully. I don't know, like I, I mean, like that's I very interesting. I didn't see any like pictures of it, so I don't really know what that means. But I saw like you know some of the more like hardcore people that I know like posting about like what was happening and i guess like people were either just straight up like blocking roads or they were just like purposefully like driving in circles around like center stage in order to make traffic super fucked like i don't really know what was happening but like i've recently been thinking about that uh sort of thing as uh you know my job now being in logistics just like thinking about how fucked everything would be and like a stranglehold that you could get on things if you just like made the roads inaccessible somehow and i was like how would you even do that and i was like put like cow traps or spikes or something down and then the more i thought about it i was just like the legal way and the best way to do it honestly would just be to drive really fucking slow and just be in the way Every couple months, there's, like, a meme or, like, a picture that circulates of just, like, a dude with a wagon and, like, 40, like, iPhones that all have, like, Google Maps up. And then he just, like, slowly walks up and down the street and, like, causes a traffic jam because it looks like a car. (laughs) Exactly. It's, like, a very funny thing, but, like, allegedly a parody in Minecraft. Um... I always thought about how, like, I always thought about that shit, too, towards, like, how the fuck could you actually, like, cripple a country or whatever the fuck, like, in terms of, like, infrastructure and, like, transportation and shit. And, Um, as someone who has traveled the entire country multiple times, I can tell you with a lot of, you know, certainty, there are many, 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 many points along our interstate system where no one will come for hours at night and it would not be difficult to make the various under and overpasses inaccessible and that would completely cripple a town if not an entire state oh absolutely yeah 
which has always been like a very funny thing when like people talk about revolutionary action all the stuff they want to do and it's like if you guys were really about that shit like it is not hard to find like recipes for explosives and then just go for a drive one night and be like oh here's a bridge that no one is around and it would take me five minutes to put a backpack up on this pillar so um related to that on that note and related to parody. what we were talking parody, about before parody. we started recording yeah mm-hmm. naturally um so I'm, I'm not sure if you knew this or not but they i've because since i've talked about the whole 3d printing thing mm-hmm. there was actually a uh, like 20 millimeter signal launcher like if you could think of like a call of duty like underslung grenade launcher except smaller okay like explain that for someone who's had sex before please <laughs> They made a grenade launcher. You can 3D print a grenade launcher for your AR-15 now. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and I got to thinking about like uh, shells, like signals, like uh, like shells that you can use for that, like seed bombs, like under your AR-15. If you just wanted to like fire off some seeds, like shoot seeds off into the distance. Honestly, that would be really hard to like go camping and then just do like some mortar grape shot of just like seeds. <laughs> or just even like do that in a city like that would do because i mean like obviously we're in baltimore and once it gets to be hot out it's just fucking fireworks season and like it would be so easy to just like have a homie shoot off some bottle rockets and then right next to it you're just like launching off fucking like a seed cannon yeah i mean the bio the biodegradable materials for it already exists it's just a matter of designing it and beta testing it and making it work but hopefully i'll have the money and the time to do that soon fuck yeah now have you have you i mean i'm sure you've seen like the things where it's like you can replace like your coffin with like a biodegradable pod that makes you like the nutrients that grows a tree and shit yeah there's that and uh i was really into this thing called resumation for a while i don't know if you've heard of that Mm -mm. not many people have what the fuck is that so it's basically like um it's if you could imagine what cremation does to your body it does the same thing except instead of burning you because that creates a lot of you know carbon uh pretty big carbon footprint it uses water it puts you in a tank full of water and just increases the pressure of the water so you just you just instant pot yourself basically it turns you into like the slurry and then it dehydrates and at the end you have something like ashes that's pretty sick yeah that reminds me of that it was like one of if not the last like james gandolfini movie it's the one that he did with tom hardy um it's about like tom hardy being the bartender and shit have you seen that one no it's really fucking good like i was like I mean, like, I fuck with Tom Hardy pretty hard, but, like, and obviously James Gandolfini is, like, one of the best there ever was, but, like, Boy. it's so good, but there's a whole scene in it, well, a through line of it, not to spoil too much, but, like, there's, like, a murder that's, like, involved with, like, the, the story or whatever from, like, back in the day, and Tom Hardy just, like, is always in his basement, and it cuts over to this, like, oil drum, and then, like, there's a scene that happens where, like, some other dude, like, starts taking credit for, like, the murder, and Tom Hardy's like, yo, like, I've had that dude decomposing in a vat in my fucking basement that's, like, just full of, like, household chemicals and, like, 
conditioner and shit for like five years. Like, who the fuck are you talking to right now? Wild. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think about that shit sometimes. Like, it's like the fucking, like, the snatch line where it's like, never trust a man with a pig farm. Because, like, you know, they can fucking, like... They can give her to anything, yeah. Yeah, but then it's like, what, you got to pull out the teeth beforehand unless you want to go through pig shit and get teeth and rings and shit? Honestly, morticians could do the same thing because caskets, there's space in caskets. And you're already in the process of making this dead stuff. Exactly. Smell presentable in a room. No, I got some people, like, in my family who bought, like, a house... And they have, like, this crazy, like, heated floor system that runs off of, like, a crazy high-powered, like, wood-burning stove they have in their backyard. But it gets up to, like, insane temperatures really quick. And then just, like, shoots underground and heats up the garage. And then, like, shoots from the garage and heats up the house and shit. And, like, they're chill. But, like, (laughs) every once in a while, they'll get fucked up and kind of do, like, the are you joking, are you not joking thing where they're, like, yeah, I can burn anything, wink, wink. Like, if you just, you know, put give me enough heat and enough fucking wood. So if you ever have a problem, wink, wink. And I'm just like, all right, dude, like, our grandma's here, but okay, like, that's cool. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I like, I think about, like, the, I think about that shit a lot whenever I go to someone's house or, like, someone's, like, warehouse or something. There's just, like, a bunch of, like, oil drums and shit. And it's like, I wonder if they're just, like, a body. Like, there has to be, like. Yeah. That was or a like- big thing in the city, too, where, like, apparently someone talked one of my friends talked to a fucking um like a trash guy and the trash guy was like yeah i mean we'll take away anything and they're like okay he's like no if you like come out and tip us like we will take anything wild and it's like yeah i mean probably but like i don't like that i don't that shit like fucking that's so wild Especially, like, being from, like, Western Maryland and shit, too, where it's, like, everyone knows of, like, caves and, like, mine shafts and stuff. And, like, obviously a lot of people are just, like, blowing smoke and talking shit. But at the same time, it's like, fuck, like, I actually kind of know a couple people who probably do know very secluded spots in the woods where, like, you would never know to look there unless you straight up were, like, we're the Bolsheviks. should ever fuck with farmers. I read this crazy article about how AI is like learning how to be racist. It's rock and roll, bitch. It's pretty absurd thinking about it now. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. done. Complete nonsense. Nonsense. (laughs) Yo, so first thing we have to do, obviously, is talk about all this Alec Baldwin bullshit, right? That shit's nuts. All right. So, do you have you been following it like super fucking closely or <clears throat> no? Um, as soon as uh, someone told me it happened, I was like, oh, it's oh, it made sense to me immediately. It's happened twice before. Um, apparently, the one thing I didn't know was apparently they aren't even supposed to be using prop guns like that anymore but at the same time i can understand from the standpoint of the director or maybe even the actor uh you don't get the same reaction from squibs and cg or like a prop gun as you would as if you were using like a a gun shooting blanks that actually is loud and has a recoil impulse and you you have a visceral reaction to that you blink like all that stuff 
yeah. face you make when right. when a gun first goes off in your hand. Everybody makes a face. Oh, yeah. No, you can't, like, fake the actual, just like, what the fuck? So I guess for right. people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, Alec Baldwin fucking killed uh, the head of cinematography and then injured the director of the movie Rust uh, earlier in the week by uh, using a prop gun. And everyone has a lot of shit to say about it. And it's been pretty fucking... It's been pretty interesting to like be on the internet while this is going on. Because everyone has a whole lot to say. But like the homies who like know about firearms and like know about guns have like more interesting things. And just like anti-gun libs. And then like their like equal pendulum swing. Like you know like, pr- like blindly pro-gun like GOP counterparts. Yeah. It's like, weird. It is weird. It, it, I think like one of the weirdest takeaways from all this too is that like um in people talking about this like I realized how many people like didn't know how common this was and like didn't know about like the crow and shit. Really? People didn't know about that. I talked to like it, like multiple people. <laughs> like not like a whole lot, but like enough to where I was like, "Wait, what?" There's another Oh, I'm about to google it really quick. Uh hang on. Nah, go off. Like do it. But like when when this shit was like popping and people were kind of like kicking this around and shit like i don't know like people were like very like aghast and like what the fuck is happening and then like the counter to that was always people being like yeah i mean this has happened like multiple times this is like a fucking thing and then like yeah i had like more than one person who like i was actively talking to who were like wait what the fuck like brandon lee like wait the crow like are you fucking serious which blew my mind because it's like half the reason why I even was like interested in watching The Crow when I did was like, oh yeah, like Brandon Lee got fucking bapped up during this and like they had to finish some of his scenes with his like lookalike stunt double and that's why like some of like yeah. the weird scenes like you can't see his face and he like doesn't talk and like the sinking is all weird. But like the whole like, you know, getting fucking murked by a prop gun like is not new it just hasn't happened in like years uh, yeah there was uh the first guy who did it was uh, i guess in the twilight zone um one sec 1982 it was a guy named uh, he was an actor named vic morrow he was cast in twilight zone the movie actually oh that was <laughs> the actual movie yeah it was the part of the piece directed by john landis oh um, fuck he was supposed to be like a Jewish guy. Or I'm sorry. Oh, let me actually just read the sentence here from Wikipedia. Yeah, no, no, go off. Like, read it. But, like, I don't know. Like, that shit is... <laughs> I don't, like, I was just fucking blown away that people... And not, and not even, like, from this weird, like, fucking film, like, buff standpoint. Because I'm not at all. But, like, I thought that everyone just knew, like, blanks aren't that safe. Like, I had to, like, copy-paste, like, what a blank is and, like, what a prop gun does, like, multiple times. Which I guess was, like, kind of advantageous for me in terms of, like, learning shit, right? Because, like, I had to kind of, like, synthesize the information enough to, like, explain it to people who aren't into guns or aren't into film. But, like, go on. Sorry, Vic Morrow didn't die from from getting uh from a fake gun uh this helicopter crash and he got decapitated by a helicopter oh yeah no 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 it's completely different yeah sorry (laughs) (laughs) but who um yeah i knew that there was someone who died that's that's the vietnam scene right yeah yeah i remember that being a thing too 
maybe like I take for granted just like the morbidness of like being online in like my early teens and looking up all those like listicles before they were called listicles where it's like top 10 most fucked up things they kept in movies. You know what I mean? It's all like the shit from like the Tony jaw movies where people were actually getting hit with like those kendo sticks and just like the broken oh, yeah. bone count and like the animals that would like drown back in the day, like during all those like Western movies and shit. Right. Yeah. That's intense. Can you okay, imagine so- like being in a fucking movie and they were like, Hey, Tony Jaws going to whack the shit out of you with a broom. And you're like, yeah, this will be fake. And then you just catch, you just catch that right to the fucking elbow and like piss your pants. There was that one scene in, um, what's it called? Um, was it, uh, uh, Creed? I think it was where, uh, Michael P. Jordan got caught like a piece, like an actual piece to the face and got knocked out. Is that, was that camera, real? I guess. I Did think he, that was, I never real. saw Creed. Was it good? Is it actually good? I never saw it either, but I saw I, that makes the rounds. It was like on World Star, and it makes the rounds like Instagram and stuff. But I actually found uh, the second person who uh, was killed by uh, um, uh, blank. It was in nineteen. It was actually it was still in nineteen eighty four. As an actor named John Eric Hexum, who was joking around on the set of a television show, I guess. Oh yeah, uh, and had a loaded revolver with a blank. And spun the chamber and put it to his temple and fired. And the other thing that people don't know about these is that um, it doesn't fire a bullet, but all that force is still coming out of the barrel. So if you cover the barrel, it's going to be all of the energy of getting shot with an actual bullet. Just the force of the air and the powder and everything. Exactly. Do you want to kind of like explain what a blank is? And like what it does, because I I have these are things that like I took for granted, but then like the amount of times I had to kind of explain what it was, I feel like it might be worth it to sort of do a little basic rundown on what the fuck a blank is. Right. So what a rough and dirty explanation of what the average person would think of as a bullet is, is actually three pieces um, that you would call a cartridge. Um, the bullet is just the metal piece that gets fired out. Um, the cartridge is comprised of a case that holds the gunpowder and the bullet inside of it so that when it's in the gun and the gun like strikes it or whatever, the bullet flies out of the barrel and shooty gun things happen. That's the basic That's the technical term, right? Shooty yeah. Gun things <laughs> shooty gun things happen. So basically, a blank is just absence of the bullet. You have the casing, and you have the gunpowder inside of it, and the primer that the um, hammer inside the gun strikes to ignite the powder inside of the case. But there's no bullet, so you get the um, explosion, the small explosion that happens when you fire a firearm. Yeah, you still get the combustion. Like, that still definitely happens. There's just, quote, no projectile. Right, yeah, there's no projectile. So um, you still get the recoil impulse, the sound and heat and all the energy stuff that happens, which is why directors and maybe even actors prefer it because you get more realistic reactions to it in scenes where you have to have actors where their characters using a firearm or whatever. Now, isn't there, like, another thing where, like, the blank, or it might be a specific type of, like, blank cartridge, like, produces, like, an exaggerated flash or the exaggerated, like, puff of smoke? 
to then like give like the cinematic like oomph of a gun being shot because like an actual gun when you're firing it like to the naked eye it doesn't like flash and it doesn't like produce smoke but you know a lot of times like in movies it'll be like you know what i mean so the muzzle flash isn't so those blanks i think are have like flash paper or something in them that i think is what produces that effect where there's because guns do produce a muzzle flash it's just not um as it's not as pronounced as what is shown in like the movies and video games yeah especially when you're using like muzzle devices like uh compensators and that sort of thing that like uh, muzzle brakes, all that stuff that's meant to specifically reduce the detectable signature of like a muzzle flash. But yeah. Yeah, then obviously it goes without saying, like, if there is like a paper plug or like debris or anything in the chamber and a fucking blank is being fired, that will come out of the fucking of the barrel oh, yeah. that will that's come gonna out. blast out with the same force as a bullet yeah for sure except now but then like that just like harkens back to like fucking like revolutionary war shit where there's like stuff and fucking like rocks and fucking spoons and shit into their fucking guns just like start grape shot like getting Cannons things full out of there. silverware yeah could you, can you fucking imagine there's uh that's actually amongst like uh i'm gonna shout out some uh 3d printing 2a people here amongst people like like bulligan and uh Mr. Snow, um, cannons, like owning cannons is a thing now. They, I think they both have cannons that they actually, I don't know if they fire them yet, but they're cannons that are meant to fire things the size of like, um, pool balls, like billiard Mm -hmm. balls. Yeah. So they could get like malformed, like misprinted or whatever billiard bars for for cheap, I guess, and fire those things or do what the pirates and shit did and fire like steak knives and shit out of those is absolutely fucking terrifying that is so fun i mean honestly like like a cannon in general is very scary but like a cannon that's just like filled with like steak knives or just like forks and shit (laughs) yeah like even if you're getting like the quote doll end like that's still just gonna like shred you it's so so silly fucking crazy it is silly but it's also like kind of really fucking sick yeah, it's like why not? I guess. I mean, if you're trying like to defend a fortified position or something was, like, yeah, I was gonna say there's not a whole lot of crimes that you can commit with a, a big ass cannon. Like that's not really a portable um, munition, unless you put it like in the back of a truck or like in the back of a fucking van. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, but aside from that, that's just like something that you keep in the yard, which is like. It sounds really silly because it is really silly, but like at the same time, like if I'm trying to like roll up and you like, you know, move away like the big blanket and there's just like a can and it's like, all right, dude, I'm going home. I'm like, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that bullshit right now. There's a fucking uh, American Legion in Hagerstown and they have some old like anti aircraft like fucking cannon out front. And wow. like it, it just like it looks really fucking goofy. I mean, like it's cute, like it's cool, but it's just like a fucking lawn ornament. But I've always thought, like, yo, what if, like, this is some Battlestar Galactica shit, <laughs> and then, like, all the defense systems go down, and we have to go and find all these, like, antique ornamental stupid fucking cannons and just, like, try and use them again? Fucking. That's so wild. Like, whenever I go to, like, a Mission Barbecue, I've never I don't, been there. Like, I, I have never past- been in there. My mom loves Mission Barbecue. I have no idea why. The well, she so loves, well, she likes church, too, right? 
Yeah. I mean, that's that the whole thing, true. right? They're like America and church. They're like Jesus and the president's barbecue. But it's like, like the one of the last times I was in there, I walked in there and they literally have the Indian Wars as like one of their lists of accomplishments is like the military, like, you know, military propaganda, why the military is so great and shit. Like, this is one of the wars we fought and won. Oh, when we slaughtered the savages. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. I, like having to explain to people like what the Indian Wars, like quotation marks, actually was. Like, nah, dog, that was just pretty much just genocide. That was literally just them killing, like executing. Oh, just violent land shit. acquisition. That's all. Yeah, that is. just executing children and shit. Mm-hmm. There's a McDonald's in Hagerstown on Northern Avenue. The old it used to be on Northern Avenue. Um, and the back room where you would sit. Like it had this like two wall mural of like the history of Washington County and like the history of Hagerstown. And there was like one whole panel that was just like this super brutal like depiction of like the settlers. And it like talks about the fucking Indian Wars and shit. And it's like this fucking like the top panel is like an image of like a settler's house. And there's like a like a woman being like accosted by some Native Americans, and then it's Yikes. like down in the yard, it's like a fucking native with like a tomahawk, like chopping on some dude who's like being held down and shit. Oh no! And then of course, you know, like the next scene is like all the brave white men coming in and just like burning oh, down like nah. native villages and shit. That shit doesn't exist anymore. But like when they tore down the McDonald's, I was like really fucking like bummed out because like I didn't necessarily like that panel, but it has like. Like, when it gets, like, the more modern times, it has all these, like, newspaper clippings of, like, you know, like, when Roosevelt came to Hagerstown and when, you know what I mean? Like, all this, like, crazy shit. But yeah. I will never, for as long as I live, I will never forget, like, eating Happy Meals, like, being very, very young and then looking over and it's just, like, this super wild and racist depiction of, like, Native Americans, like, <laughs> scalping, like, the innocent settlers and stuff. <laughs> it's completely fucking, fucking insane. So, like, have you, um, I mean, obviously, like, it's the fall now, like, winter is coming, like, my favorite TV show, um, but, um, like, have you been affected by the supply chain bullshit yet? Because I definitely have, and, like, oh, it yeah. is, like, I work in a warehouse, is, dude. Well, I mean, so do I, I mean, I don't work in a warehouse, but I work in, you know, fucking, I'm a courier, I work in transportation, but, like, yeah. I have been running into issues now, because, like, I, from, like, my people who are, like, behind the scenes kind of like in like you know uh you like ups and usps and shit everyone's like dude mail shit out by fucking november 1st if you ever expect it to get there by christmas shit is going to be fucked up so i've been kind of like thinking about that and trying to figure out like all right if i gotta mail this shit out now like i gotta start looking at shit now everything is fucking sold out like i can't find like half of the shit that i look for even if it's like mundane bullshit so um my experience with that is like there's that aspect of it for sure like me trying to buy things on amazon and shit like just like little tic-tac shit like you know like molly stuff my new backpack all that shit my new computer that i got like all of it's delayed and i'm like okay whatever i'm noticing that but like in my work it's like okay all of these trucks are late everybody's late now and some of the stuff is not as much stuff as it was three, four months ago, six months ago, or when I first started working there. And there's a little bit, I think, 
I'm speculating here, but I know that some of the truck drivers and other office workers and such have expressed dissatisfaction with uh, pay and you know all the conditions and all that stuff and strike are, wave is coming strike, yeah strike are there dipping intense. out and doing you know not really monkey wrenching but just like fuck this job type shit and when you do it with that type of job mm-hmm. it has those kinds of well that is inherently a monkey wrench if you're just like nah we're out yeah fat. well I mean not really that but like you're still there but you're just like I don't give a fuck and a lot of it is because people were working from home and shit too so they were just checked completely out, like, oh, yeah, not sending like as simple as like not sending postage labels that need to be put on pieces that need to go on time when they need to be sent. They'll like somebody will be like playing video games or playing Call of Duty or something instead of waiting for to for the email to come through with the scan or the fax or whatever to send it over. And it'll be like three or four hours late just because of something silly. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but that still is like monkey wrenching. Like all that shit will fucking add up. Yeah, quick. that's true. Well, yeah, well that's what I'm saying. Is like in in that in that profession, like when you when it's that kind of work, it has those kinds of consequences, and along with everything else, the kind of social climate for labor in the country right now, it's it's uh because it's such a small uh like transportation business at least in, on my end from from what I'm seeing, but. From what I'm hearing from some of the truck drivers that do big like freight like line haul and shit like that from the bigger companies, it's something similar. Yeah, I mean shit's fucking coming, but it is now officially weed time. So smoke them if you got them. Weed time. Weed time. Oh, I got oh, some I new fucking. I got some new weed actually. Like I actually really like. I went to Texas Roadhouse last night with uh, Ray Krause, and I went to with my bandmates. So like Ray, Brad, and uh, uh, Bed, right? Because I saw yeah. Bed. Yeah, I saw yeah. Bed over there the other day. Yeah, and Ben's partner Alexandra and Mary Rose came too. Yeah, no, it seemed like y'all. Yeah, Ray invited me, and I was like, "Why the fuck would I go to your little band hangout?" But also, it was like the fucking date kept on getting switched around, but. I heard about that. I, I hope you guys had fun. The pictures seemed pretty chill. It was lit. It was a good time. Fuck yeah. No, that rocks. I got some fucking mac and cheese. Like the weed mac and cheese. It's been fucking... Hmm. It's been doing the fucking job. Like, let me tell you, this, this is fucking good ass weed right now. Oh, yeah. I got these... Uh, I don't know what the shit is. Just dabs. I'm just like, yo, do you have dabs? And... Do they have like names and shit? It's not like fucking weed where it's like, yo, what's up? This is Spanish trampoline. Like it's always, you know what I mean? It's just like, nah, the, this, the the, so when you go to the dispensary, if you want to buy extracts, they will tell you what strain that extract is extracted from. So, like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like flamethrower OG or like strawberry cookies or whatever. Strawberry cookies, I don't like that much. I like flamethrower OG, that's sick. Sunset Sherpa is good stuff. Oh, fucking, um, while we're smoking. So, my my friend uh, was talking to me about the Alec Baldwin thing. And they, like, posited a theory. 
and they were like, I haven't seen anyone talk about this yet, so I don't know, like, if there's a two out there. But they were basically like, yo, what if the fucking Alec Baldwin shit, like, was orchestrated by, like, some, like, anti-gun activist to, like, really put the nail in the coffin with, like, a lot of fucking, like, gun culture and, like, filming and shit? My, and you know what's kind of embarrassing is my mind went there too, but it wasn't that direction. My mind was like, what if that cinematographer was somehow involved in the current labor movement in Hollywood? If that's the case, then they have shot themselves in the foot, pun intended, pretty intensely. Yeah. Because, like, my friends, like, out in L.A. and, like, my friends who were, like, union for the various, like, production unions are all basically like, hey, I hope you don't expect there to be any new movies for, like, a year. Because, like, shit is happening right now. Like, everyone (laughs) is moving. All the gears are turning. Like, they are all going to go on strike probably like there's going to be massive strikes because like rust is set to continue filming in like a week or two wow like they're not even taking off like more than a month like quote like uh, what was it like fucking production will resume in november like can you imagine like being on set and then like you watch like the fucking head of like the head of cinematography and then the director just get like and then they're like all right see you guys in three weeks yeah imagine being alec baldwin like okay so that's the thing too is like is he sober right now i'm pretty sure he looks i mean he's like 78 but that motherfucker like goes through it with the drinking like he drinks with a capital d i feel like he has in the past but he's he's way too fucking old for that now he's 78 i think but i mean if you want to fucking get a relapse situation like i can't think of any more potent than like killing two killing someone and then injuring another by and accident like, completely by yeah accident. but then like the fucking cops still investigated him and are still like pressing him to be like what's up dude oh yeah a protocol like he's under course. investigation and shit but like honestly like the wild thing is is like you know not to burst everyone's like cool like bubbles but like at the end of the day the only person who's really going to get reprimanded in any meaningful sense is going to be the prop master yeah for sure yeah and i can't imagine the- being the prop master on that set that's an insane level fuck up i couldn't imagine i mean i'm not gonna like put it into the universe hopefully but i would not be surprised if they become an hero after all this you know yeah low-key i mean it's just like it's fucked but um yeah like i thought about like about some of that shit too after my friend was like what if it was like planned or whatever the fuck and like you know alec baldwin like isn't big enough to be, you know, whatever, but like, it's still big enough to be like in the public eye. And this was kind of like, uh, related to some of like crazier, like Epstein, like they didn't say this, but I kind of like went there where it's like, you know, like the Epstein stuff or like the labor movement stuff or like anything to where it's like, this person is a problem for big Hollywood, capital B, capital H. We'll just have, we'll, we'll give Alec a dirty gun thinking that it's fucking fake. And that dumb motherfucker will just like do it for us. Right. You know, that's but I pretty wild. I haven't seen like anyone really going down that avenue, but it was interesting though because then immediately after my friend brought this up to me, then all of the fucking articles and like um, interviews, I guess, like came out of like people who like quit working on that set because it was so unsafe and like so fucked. And really, like, yeah, that was like a story that I saw 
I think they like Jazz with the Smoke. One of my favorite new, to me at least, Instagram accounts. Likewise. Dude, fucking bless up queen for premium, real. Premium, premium, oh my premium, God, premium content. Oh, so good. Love her. But um, I think that she was one of the ones who posted like a bunch of fucking Instagram posts of people who were like talking about how they fucking like were working on Rust and then they had to fucking leave because it was like so unsafe and they were just like skirting union rules to like save money and shit. And then they were just bringing in non-union labor and like bringing in scabs. And it was just like this fucking like nightmare from like a production standpoint. So the prop master is like some guy from Long Island with three fingers and one eye. Like, yeah, these are my, these are my, uh, my props. He's the guy who ran that fucking <laughs> action park or whatever the fucking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I like, I don't know anything about the actual prop master, but I just found it interesting that like all this damage control came out in terms of being like not damage damage control from the aspect like if you believe it was like a planned inside job right so right. like from me being like could this be like a planned orchestrated nothing happens by accident thing where they like wanted to take out the director and take out the head of cinematography um you know and so like when you have all these like stories coming out now about like no guys it was really unsafe like it definitely like was inevitable like that kind of was like well if they are trying to cover it up they're doing a wonderful job of covering it up now but also it's like one of the biggest stories in the country. So obviously there's going to be like every single person involved is going to be interviewed in some form or fashion. Yeah, for sure. Which would also suck. Like, you know, like I think about that stuff to me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to make a death and a maiming about me, but like, you know, like when I got out of right, college yeah. and I was going to do fucking like production or at least production adjacent stuff, like and I, that didn't end up working out, but it's like, I can't imagine now like, after all the dudes I know who are in production, like being on that fucking crew, like on that set and just being like, I watched someone get fucking murdered. Yeah. Uh, Alec Baldwin put a statement out. I don't know if you read that. No, it was pretty intense. Was he just like, I'm fucking never going to. What's that? It was it just him being like, I, I can't deal with this. This is so intense. Cause that would be like what mine would be is like, this is like the most intense thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Yeah. He was like, this is insane. Like mad intense. Uh, I'm so intensely sorry. Um, Cause like he knew them and knew their families and stuff. So yeah, like that guilt, like I can't imagine like having to deal with that, like on real shit. Like I can't imagine. Oh, yeah. Like this is really fucked up though. But when, when I was told about Alec Baldwin killing someone, someone texted me about it. And my reaction was again with a question mark because for some reason, like Mandela effect or not, like I seem to remember like him getting in trouble for some shit, like back in the day <laughs> where I thought no. it was like, he was kind of like prime candidate for, you know, like the early twenties, like, like drunk driving, like hit someone and kill them. Type kept, of thing. Yeah. I, I, no, I don't think he was on that wave. I think he was a heavy drinker, but I don't think he was ever on that wave. I think he stayed pretty clean. Uh, all things Good. considered. Good for him. You know, part. I mean, I know he, that his, he his drinking canceled. He made yeah. it through the nineties and didn't get canceled. So that's true. Eighties I mean, and the nineties. There is something for that, but I just remember him being like an infamous drinker at some point. So me, there was like, yeah, he definitely is like prime candidate for someone who, you know, like got drunk and like the boat came back to shore and there was one less person style. Yeah. No, nah, I you don't know. think anything like that happened in this background. I hope not for everyone involved, but I likewise, I really feel <laughs> it was funny. Cause my friend who brought up that theory also was like, I feel really bad for Alec Baldwin, but I feel bad for like 
having that be the person who I feel bad for and not like the families of the dead people. Right, yeah. Because of course I feel bad for the cinematographer and the director, but at the same time, like, yeah, Baldwin's going to be fucked up um, forever until he dies from that. Yep. I mean, I don't think I could, I don't think I could live that down. And that, you know, we, we talked about this, I think on the Patreon last week too, but just like the intensity of like violence and stuff and how yeah, for sure people talk a lot about like, I would do this. I would do that. I could do this. I could do that. And it's like, you can't, <laughs> you could never. Your body is literally wired to do otherwise. Yeah. But also like mentally, like a lot of the people who are out here who like advocate for like armed revolution or people who are like, if a motherfucker got my face, I'd like put him down or like, you know, even people who like sell <laughs> drugs and have guns. I couldn't that's go like, to boot camp if a, if a drill sergeant got my face. I'd swing on him. That's right. Dude, that guy, <laughs> that guy was in my entire life growing up. Like, that was like a large chunk of like dudes I knew. <laughs> Just, oh my God. But I think about that anytime that like I hear about someone dying or like a murder or like, you know, otherwise it has to do with someone else, right? Like, even if it's like an accident, like, I just imagine how broken, how broken the person who came out of it is going to be. And then I just like, I can't help but laugh at like all the motherfuckers I know who like will have a panic attack. Like if like they get talked to like in a weird way, like doing their customer service job. And it's like, you don't have the mental fortitude to just like put two in the back of someone's head and then go home and like go to sleep at night, dude. Like, and especially when like, there's all these like baby leftists that, oh my God, you would be completely broken. And, like, there's all these baby leftists that, like, roll up on the internet, and obviously, like, I'm here to, like, mother goose you, and I will, I will show you, you know, the way in some extent, but, like, you, you hear these, like, you know, little babies, like, pop off about, like, when the revolution comes, like, I'm gonna do whatever, and it's like, dude, you're not, like, I know, we all know goddamn well you are not going to be, like, an infantryman for, like, the new American Red Army. <laughs> like, it's just not going to ever happen. There's, like, you know, research done on, like, children from affiliated and, like, really poor, like, poverty-stricken areas and stuff that have PTSD on the same level as, like, soldiers that have been in, like, active duty and combat and stuff just because they've seen that level of violence and death around them, seen their friends die to the same degree. So I mean, on, it's so completely forth. analogous. It's the exact same thing. There are direct parallels between living. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean poverty. I mean? Like, poverty is violence. Yeah. Oh, poverty is completely violence against the citizenry, and like its existence is its its existence in and of itself is like one of the strongest uh, points to consider when thinking about like the effectiveness of capitalism. And it's something where, like, that is such, like, an ace in the hole that it almost is, like, too obvious and, like, can never really be utilized in any type of, like, intellectual conversation about, like, uh, pro versus anti-fucking-capitalist, uh, like, political ideology. Because, like, yeah, I don't see how you can defend capitalism uh, yeah. with knowing that poverty exists and then, like, what it does to you. Well, those people are ideologically invested in the idea that uh, capitalism is the solution to poverty, right? That, like, poverty is a natural state. So, you have Which to Which is do... just com- socially and historically inaccurate to, like, a baffling degree. Yeah. 
they've been propagandized. Yeah. 100%. But, but it, it just, it's just one of those things where it's like so systemic that it just becomes like exhausting. But no, right. there is like, if you took away like the uniforms, right, between gang members and soldiers and stuff, there is legitimately nothing different than like a quote bad neighborhood in like a major city oh, and yeah. like a urban center in a country that has like active like you know war games or insurgencies or whatever happening like you know for sure parts of kabul are the exact same as like parts of chicago uh absolutely absolutely you know and i don't think that people really like sit down and think about that critically like just like what that means and what that does to people like how that just completely breaks you and molds you and like it produces it's a it's a self like replicating cycle it is you know norboros eating its own tail right and i feel like people don't um the mistake that people make too in america because gun crime is so sensationalized especially when you're talking about places like chicago and stereotypes around you know black community so on and so forth like mm-hmm. you think of that just in terms of the violence and the loss but like you it's the poverty is the same you know what i'm saying like there's people oh yeah like in the sense of that there's in that same area where people are dying from you know gun violence there's also also people that like don't have running water don't have electricity oh yeah no the the systemic material issues and the just general you know it's it's all still there like it is all there people just don't want to think about it and don't want to think you know what i mean like yeah it's a very like it's an important conversation to have and it's definitely something that you should reflect on and meditate on and kind of like do it semi often because you'll think about it from different angles but just like if you really sit down and have a good deep think about like what poverty actually means and what poverty will drive you to do you can understand people like on a level that like is intimidating to those who want to perpetuate these systems in order to have like their small ecosystem thrive right like that's literally why they killed martin luther king jr oh yeah because he started talking about economics all right because he went to mississippi and saw the kids there didn't have shoes and they were illiterate and mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's what it was like fucking mlk started talking about more you know what we would now call like radical theory and then they fucking you know never checked out of that fucking motel or whatever nope can't have that no you can't have that at all you can't have any type of like uh reflection or like critical analysis of material conditions because uh pretty quick uh the whole house of cards just tumbles to the fucking ground well they were literally uh trying to uh liquidate the black messianic figures so you know martin mm-hmm. jr fred hampton so on and so forth yeah i mean even malcolm x like they yeah. just got yeah malcolm x I do I do think that Malcolm X is like a very interesting character in like American history because I mean one he is just like a very interesting man but two like he's always like this whole like juxtaposition to MLK where MLK was like the kind of like the peaceful lovable you know whatever the fuck while Malcolm X was like this wild like agitator you know I feel like Malcolm X, Malcolm X is interesting to me because um, a state actor recently actually finally admitted to like, yeah, this, the FBI, I, I was part of COINTELPRO, we were assassinated, he was assassinated. 
that well, was yeah. facilitated by the United States government. Like that was finally admitted by someone who was directly involved. Was it uh, Ray Wood, I think was the um, police officer's name, who was the police officer who was hired to infiltrate NOI and uh, was one of the people who fired What is What does NOI mean for people who don't know? What's uh, Nation of Islam, sorry. The Nation of Islam shit, in and of itself, is that so interesting. Nuts. It's it is fucking completely psychotic, but it's I'm just intimidated so interesting. By it, honestly, I don't know too much about it. I want to eventually sit down and learn more about it, just because I know that it's a part of like black American black struggle. So I have to appreciate it as being it is what it is. So at some point, I'm gonna have to learn about it, just because. You know, tactics. Yeah, you're gonna have to learn stuff. about it. You know? But um, I'm very intimidated by it, and I'm kind of like sad, like kind of like scared. Like I don't, I'm like I, I don't. I, I'm afraid. You're to learn afraid that you're gonna get converted things. into a fucking hotep. Uh, yeah. Well, not that I'm gonna get converted, but just like I like hotepery makes me really fucking uncomfortable. It makes me cringe really hard, and it's just like it's. it's the shit that like just makes me just like really fucking sad and really depressed and it's like a part of uh like doomerish like vibes when you're like it makes you just be like there's no way to win like we'll never get it together there's no way to win those type of vibes just like shit like like black homophobia like black transphobia like coincidentally like dave Chappelle type shit like that is like doomerism inducing where it's like, nah, this, the people like are so dedicated to not getting it. There's no possible way to make them understand. But, um, yeah, I've heard some really fugazi shit about like Elijah Muhammad. That makes me be like, I don't know. This is going to be fucked up when I finally actually read about this dude. What's all, yeah, I mean, then you have fucking Louis Farrakhan and all that shit where it's like... <clears throat> yeah, blatant anti-Semite. Like. Yeah, it gets it gets really fucking dark really fucking quick. And then, <clears throat> I like... But the Nation of Islam stuff has always been very interesting to me just because, like... Because the amount of... I mean, it's like, I would say probably... I don't know if I would say more. It's It's on the same level of just, like, very blatant, like you know government and police infiltration and it becomes kind of like okay how much of like the crazy shit that you see in noa and the shit that you saw in the panthers was like organic by the members versus like just being agitated like from infiltrators in order to justify like the eminent eradication like when you hear about all like the wild shit the fucking like the quote wild shit that like Malcolm X was thinking and doing and wanted to do. And then you, you hear about all like the wild shit that happens within like the confines of like nation of Islam and stuff. It's like, I can't tell how much of that is like real and part of their like, like natural, like dogma and like the progression of the movement versus how much of that was just like agitators coming in and be like, you know, it'd be really cool if you guys said this and did this doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's also the aspect of the fact that the FBI would just straight up, make shit up and float it out there with the hopes that it would become part of the like canon i guess for lack of a better word like the shit that they would write about uh like mlk being involved in like orgies like rape orgies or whatever like crazy shit they were saying about him that um 
was just like literally from a box like in an envelope or like with envelopes in it at the FBI it's like office or whatever oh I mean it's it, it it's so easy right to just like like to play that game especially back then when like the Christian the Christian nation stuff like still kind of meant something so you could really just like knock down like a quote like public good guy by being like yo he like fucks people that he married to right facts or that person's gay that person's fucking gay that person hangs out with a lot of jews so like i don't know about them like that shit is but it's like it yeah you're fucking pinko but like it's very fucking real and it's very fucking i don't know that reminds me a lot (laughs) i guess inadvertently of like you know the stuff that's happening in the middle east and like basically anything that's happening where it's like anti-american empire and like anti-american like um hegemony and stuff where it's like the enemy of my enemy is my friend so you find oh, yeah. like people anything on the left anti-america being like, is automatically good yeah yeah so you like fucking garbage it's completely garbage and like i have been guilty in like a very joking sense of like posting like you know pro fucking taliban memes or whatever because like it's like tongue-in-cheek and fucking stupid likewise but like that's because like we're funny um and we're entertainers on we have senses of humor yeah we have sense of humor and we're fucking not dumb but like <laughs> like but you know but i like legitimately like have seen people who are not joking who like call themselves communists and stuff and they will like defend the actions of like these crazy right wing groups just because the right wing the right wing groups uh, mainly international of course like will be very blatantly like anti america and they're like no they're like an anti imperialist force and it's like dude like like nah bro they like fuck kids yeah like theocracies are not cool like you understand that right like we're <laughs> like do we really need to have this conversation like i thought we were past that like theocracies are not cool like yes it's cool that they're saying fuck you to america but like that doesn't make this like a good alternative like you, if you exist in this binary like you sound like honestly you sound, I mean, you sound like a fucking live to me my guy facts you know but it i don't know like when thinking of a lot of the like nation of islam stuff and it's sometimes like those vibes really get heavy where people who are like pro like noa like in theory and it's like you you know that it's like not it's not that chill like it's just that some of it's cool because they they recognize that like america's fucking garbage pile but like their end game is not something that is like cool it's it's strange for me like especially the same in, with like hotepery stuff too i was just about to say that like it's strange for me especially in modern times because like not to get into the memes of like I was too white for the black kids and too black for the white kids or whatever. Yeah, we all like, were. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like if the, you weren't just like a fucking jock, like you just yeah. Everyone had that fucking phase. Was like, oh, what? You're a fucking white kid that listens to rap and you think you're fucking yeah. like special. Like, yeah, we all <laughs> liked clips. We all liked Ti in fucking middle school. Nah, but I'm talking about like in terms of now in modern times though. Like, I can't. As much as I want to get involved in like militants and shit, I can't get down with black nationalism just because of how. Because it's still nationalism, right? Exactly. There's because of how exclusive in- those politics are. Yeah, it's still inherently right wing. Like all that stuff is still at the end of the day, 
right-wing ideology and like it is not conducive to anything that like i don't know anything on the left obviously but also like that stuff like it's just it's just garbage like it really is just garbage and people just get blinded by the fact that like they're talking about how much america sucks so they must be cool like that's how for me black nationalism at least if we're talking about america is not compatible with land back to me so or the concept of land back i guess so at least no. for the reasons of why no. i think it's a good idea so no black nationalism like is garbage like it, yeah. it just is like well because any type of nationalism is just straight up fucking garbage like it's i don't know like if you yeah there's lots of reasons why it's garbage but but if, if you don't like America and you start listing off what you don't like, then it's completely fucking asinine for you to like be pro-nationalism in any sense because you're basically keeping the same exact issues. You're just changing the target of the issues to be people who like you don't care about. Right, exactly. Which completely defeats the purpose of changing the fucking system in the first place because you're literally just like doing an ad lib where you change like certain fucking like proper nouns but like you're just putting an ad hoc new power structure in just like just inserting new people into the same roles yeah it's the same exact fucking structure so like all of that like quote revolutionary thought like is not revolutionary at all like it really is not like yeah you're it's it's fucking it's completely fucking ridiculous like all that shit is so like laughable and then it it makes me when i think about it and i think about like the aims and the goals and like the means to get there and shit like how much of that is genuine within the movement and how much of that has just like been the result of like generations of like government infiltration to like discredit like the actual like theory or intellectuals within like that strain of thought yeah i'm sure that's a thing i mean i know enough like uh uh anti-blacksers <laughs> oh god i've co- never co- heard that before but I, that- I, I was just about to say i'm coining the term now i'm making a thing anti-blacksers oh, yeah. uh trademark copyright all rights reserved but no but that is a thing dude what is the fucking deal with that hey do you want to answer know. for all black people now since you're a black guy <laughs> <laughs> but, but no like that is like you know there are definitely like you know, there are subgroups of America that, like, are more prone to, like, anti-vax rhetoric than others, and some with good reason and some with not, but, like, I know a lot of people who are, are black or, I, you know, identify as black or whatever the fuck being black means who, like, do not fuck with the vaccine. And they are, like, you know, Democrat or Republican or whatever, but it's, like, you know, they will not get the fucking vaccine. They do not fuck with it. And I don't know how much of it is like Tuskegee type of shit and how much of it also is just like yeah. the general, like you know, the government fucking, I don't fuck with them. Yeah. That's, I, it's, uh, I feel like it's a little column A, column B where it's, uh, perfectly justified mistrust in the institution, like the medical institution in the United States of America. Um, not just from the Tuskegee study. Uh, I've talked about the book Medical Apartheid before. That book has all of the ways that you can count of why black people don't trust the government or the medical system or the military. Yeah. Um, but um, 
this is a different situation and also low key. The sad thing is if there was going to be any like different, like disinformation campaign engaged in, I think that would be it where there would be agents convincing, um, black, um, you know, like leaders, like black voices, like influencers, so on and so forth. People mm-hmm. who could be, um, really influential voices or create really good content or whatever that they could be influenced to be anti-vax because you'll eventually get fucking clapped and all the people that you follow will get dealt with that or that follow you will get dealt with that same way. Like I said, um, there was someone I knew that was a right winger that was like, you know, hog, like massive hog, like, uh, no bomber, fucking no bummer type. No fucking, God. Uh, refused to get the vaccine, got COVID three fucking times and died. Um, Jesus Christ. Who are they? Fucking Bolsonaro? <laughs> I guess. But yeah, that's the thing. Like, you never know. You can get it more than once. Um, the whole natural immunity thing is bullshit. Like, just you need to get the vaccine against COVID or COVID is at the very least probably eventually going to fuck you up pretty seriously. Yeah, dude. Um, Let's end it there because I have a pretty funny thing to say about COVID on the other side of a paywall. Um, right. Kind of like a personal anecdote kind of thing. But um, yeah, fucking that's the end of the fucking episode. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, everybody. So this is coming a little late. Uh, Life happened this week. Uh, and I'm not really going to apologize for that because <laughs> we are three grown ass men with fucking lives. So sometimes <laughs> things just don't fucking work out. Um, but if you liked Bolsheviks, please like and subscribe. Uh, please give us five stars. Um, if you uh, if you would be so kind, tell your friends. People have been telling our friends. It's been cool. Um, one day I'll I'll show you the international list of listeners. It's like pretty sick like that's the cool countries. i was gonna yeah, say if enough people listen to us and donate to us then we will be able to quit our day job and then we can put more episodes out on time <laughs> oh yeah then we can actually put things out on time yeah so it's really on you if you want this to happen you got to fucking pay the goddamn piper and the piper is me. <laughs> 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 um, we're on all social media platforms from there you can find the individual platforms of myself uh andrew and kevin um i have another podcast called the Hatening. And um, The Fish That Breaks the Surface will be coming out soon. That is the uh, Berserk Book Club with me, uh, Andrew, and Nick from NASA 8. And then once that gets going, we will be having guests on. Kevin will definitely be on for a few of those. Nice. <laughs> um, it'll, be, it'll be very fun. Um, you got your fucking... Oh, uh, yeah. I just got my stream. Uh, I stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time on uh, Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Twitch is twitch.tv slash in the cemetery. Facebook is facebook.com slash in the cemetery games. YouTube is youtube.com slash coven wrecker. Like C O V E N W R E C K E R. Hardly even know her. Um, is the Mortal <laughs> Kombat thing happening? That's this week. Yeah, that's Thursday. Yeah, so what get the actual calendar date because the episode will be out by then. So, um, the so the Mortal Kombat tournament, that tournament's going to be October 28th at 7 p.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. It's like the finals for a bunch of qualifiers that happened last month. 
So it's honestly some of the best uh, Mortal Kombat players uh, on Mortal Kombat 11 in North America. Not all of them. Some of the, the, the GOATs weren't really involved. People like Sonic Fox and like Ninja Killer and stuff don't really do the whole online tournament thing, I don't think. But, um, you know, people like uh, Tweety, Hijinx FGC, Luddy FGC, they're all going to be uh, in the tournament on Thursday if you're into watching fighting games and high level fighting gameplay, professional fighting gameplay and um high octane fighting gameplay. <laughs> but can we uh, bet on you now that sports booking like sports betting is a thing? Um I don't think I'm quite there I will yet. be running books. I will be I will you can place your bets with me. You can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. <laughs> I will be know. running those things. I, if, I like. If, I know Evo like is in Vegas, and I'm sure people probably do that there. I would imagine that they do that, but I don't know how any of that works, honestly. We're gonna make some money off of you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye.